Hey, Krista. Hey, Sarah. We're back for season two, baby. Right? Who would have thought we'd be back for another one? I know. We still have so many things to talk about. So I guess I'll see you Tuesday. Hey, girl. Hey, Krista. I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. (laughs) Nah, we talked last week. I know. Well, we talk every day, but yeah, literally true at all times of the day and night. (laughs) Do you want to tell the listeners what we're chatting about today? It's a good one. Okay, good. I'm glad that you gave it the seal of approval. Um, We're going to talk about happiness. We're going to talk about the path and the journey to happiness what contributes to happiness and I think some of the blockers that we all experience in our day-to-day life that are detractors from happiness ask some interesting questions give some interesting insights some tips and tricks we're letting it all hang out or we're letting it all hang loose we're, we're letting it all out um <laughs> I don't know what Gen Z says I don't, I don't know yeah uh, yeah it's not giving what it's supposed to give okay yeah let's talk let's start from the beginning of like let's get a level set on like what is the definition of happiness well the true meaning of happiness from google states that it's an emotional state characterized by feelings of joy satisfaction contentment and fulfillment Hmm. i feel like i need to note those words down (laughs) fulfillment contentment joy satisfaction satisfaction yeah exactly good feelings and positive emotions do good things for our brains and bodies thanks Google. oh good things for our brains and bodies interesting feeling some positive emotions every day has a big effect on our happiness and well-being yeah that's valid yeah yeah i can agree with that totally yeah so with that statement just mm-hmm. generally are you happy no i'm not <laughs> yeah i'm laughing right now but inside (laughs) you're dying yeah oh no Uh, yeah i I mean i don't think it's like i don't think i'm necessarily a generally happy person i don't i don't think that's probably my my level set like my base Mm -hmm. but for me it's just finding at least right now at this point in my life it's just getting to the place of like contentment yeah like sometimes with happiness they can be these extreme highs and then you hit like some low and you're like oh i want the high again but really we just need to kind of be able to stay kind of neutral with these points in time that give us joy fulfillment contentment good vibes Mm -hmm. and then so that we can handle maybe the dips that happen in our life that are expected yeah so so we can you know deal with it and move on if i can provide some more sociological um framework around your definition of happiness Mm -hmm. the world the world happiness report ranks countries based on factors like income social support freedom and life expectancy um in terms of like a happiness ranking i guess or Mm -hmm. happiness criteria and the happiest countries prioritize social welfare and community support over i guess capitalism (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and the the happiest countries are finland denmark and switzerland i got that too i think i saw iceland in one of these top categories and i'm like you live on an iceberg you best be happy you find a way because (laughs) it's a different climate 
Absolutely. And I think at least what I'm looking at, I don't know if this is completely accurate, but Canada, where we reside, is number 15 on this list for happiness, happiest country. Interesting. Um, and it says the U.S. is 16, so. Oh, okay. So we're like close. Mm-hmm. Got some work to do. So let me pose a question back to you. Are you happy? Yeah, I would say generally. Yeah, I'm yeah. a happy person. I'm usually a positive person. Um, like you said, I, I feel like you can't be happy 24-7 unless you are a psychopath or a robot. Because you need to be able to handle the dips and the bad parts in life, right? Absolutely. But there are gonna, there's going to be some super happy moments. Like when I just think of happy moments in my life, I think about my family, I think about my friends, I think about my wedding day, and I think about like vacations and trips. Like that always makes mm. me happy. Mm-hmm. And then and then like the little moments. I think people have to remember really valuing the little moments in life so maybe like an unexpected moment too like even just like i don't know going to the park or going out for coffee with a friend that you haven't seen in a long time going to a concert like little things like that add up yeah baby's first smile laughing till you're crying in the office with like you know your office bestie over like a good joke like absolutely Yeah. yeah I think people forget that. Like, you can't be happy 24-7. You can't go on trips 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to really rely and value on those, I don't know, on those moments. Absolutely. And I think you're you're talking to, like, a contributing factor to happiness, which is, like, creating and living in meaningful experiences and creating, like, memories. Yes. Because, like... There's going to be things that are unpleasant that are in our kind of memory bank. And we want to be able to counteract those with like really positive experiences to kind of create that balance. Yeah, I agree. Yep. And then on the flip side is a detractor is like the stress in your life, right? That can take away from happiness, whether it be like issues within your family, you know, dynamics or health related issues, or I think for the biggest detractor from happiness is like workplace stress. Yeah. Finances. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then taking like as an example, like work, like workplace stress is probably the number one, especially now, like we talked about in a previous podcast, the work life has changed because you bring work home. Yeah. Yeah. And so that stress is there. I think another thing that's a contributor to happiness is being able to be in the present. And then one of the things that's a stress about work is that you don't live in the present at work. You're having to plan for the future, mm-hmm. either you know 2024 planning, what's happening next week, next month, or you're having to look back and be like, what did we do wrong in the past? But you're never actually like dialed into like what's going on right now. And that behavior like carries over into like your personal life. But I also feel like people don't, this is a general statement, I don't think people live in the moment. Yes. And I have to remind myself to live in the moment because you're always, exactly, you're always planning for the future. You're maybe regretting what you did in the past, planning for the future, preparing for something, organizing for something in the future, but you're never actually living in that moment because that moment is going to be gone in an instant. Agree. You're either preparing or you're spending time in regret and you're never just like dialed into like what is happening right now. Absolutely. I I was just on a little jaunt with my brother and in the downtown area today. And I'm like, I have such a hard time appreciating like what I have, 
living here of just like walking the waterfront and taking yeah. all in being present yeah because you're you're thinking about the future you're thinking about what you did wrong in the past and you're just not like well, fuck this is a great life yeah it was a great day today great life yeah absolutely yeah so I think the next thing that I have in terms of like contributing to like happiness is the aspect of social connections. Mm-hmm. So building like meaningful relationships, either with like family members, with friends, with significant other, having those relationships provides like a great amount of emotional support mm-hmm. so that you can get through the harder times because the reality is in those harder times, if you don't build resiliency to those harder times, then being happy becomes challenging yeah because you're just you're just living by the highs hoping that you never hit a low so you don't have to deal with it and then just kind of in a way living with some blinders on yeah but that's unrealistic (laughs) you would think but i think some people definitely live like that where it's like are you aware about like the aspects of like not everything is going to be all roses like yeah but they do say ignorance is bliss that's true that's true yeah i have a stat saying two-thirds of adults globally report being happy oh okay two-thirds isn't really a good stat though well people are going through it (laughs) it's 66.666 or something like yeah well between us i was happy you were like (laughs) true (laughs) right well yeah i it can also depend i I think people in uh third world countries do have a tendency to report higher levels of happiness than people who are like first world and have have an attachment to capitalism to things striving for more you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like what's my next thing what's the next thing i'm going to conquer how much money can i make what you know what real estate can i buy something else yeah yeah do you think people pretend to be happy or kind of fake it till they make it to be happy Mm, such a good question i think is my answer a two-parter i think a lot of people are not self-aware to actually know themselves so they are just conditioned to respond that they're happy and i think there's an also part of the population that believes in fake it to till you make it so they will say it hoping that if they say it enough that it'll become true. Mm. And I think for people who aren't aligned with their purpose in life and are saying those things, they're the ones that end up having the struggle or the mental breakdown or the midlife crisis later where it's like, I've been living a lie this whole time and now it's just dawned on me that I'm actually unhappy. Mm. I don't like this. You know, I don't like what's going on in my life. I don't like what I do every day for, for a living. And I, th- I think also that detracts from your happiness but if you don't feel like you're supported to like follow your passion in whatever way that is then you're never really gonna reach that point of like ultimate fulfillment contentment good vibes joy yeah because you're not living a life that's true to yourself Mm -hmm. yeah i think people (laughs) pretend to be happy and fake especially on social Mm -hmm. media yeah and why do you think that is do you think it's because they feel pressure to do it because of social media or do they feel comfortable kind of like perpetuating like a fallacy because they don't think it's real yeah and i also like the majority of people posting on social media are posting happy things Mm -hmm. no one's really posting 
sad thing. So people are just trying to maybe one up one another, make their lives look happier and perfect and great yeah and what's really going on behind the scenes maybe even to make themselves feel better like oh if i post this post this happy picture i'm happy who knows but yeah i think social media <laughs> there's a social pressure to yeah. embellish yeah. strongly embellish your circumstances mm-hmm. and it, yeah that's unfortunate because in a previous episode we said like instagram is the most detrimental app in the world and that's probably where people are posting quote unquote these happy times and experiences totally. and it's Absolutely. a whole lie yeah and he's and, and even like even if you're in the workplace or if you're just like out and you see someone you mm-hmm. know and you go hey hey how how are you what's your first response i'm fine because i don't want to tell fine. you anything exactly I'm good i'm fine I'm fine I'm okay. or I'm good. You're not going to go into anything else. You're just going to say that. And the other person's going to be like, oh, great. <laughs> right? And it's going to stop there. But don't you ever get that person that says that they're fine, but the way that they've said I'm fine or even their body language, you're like, but you're not fine. Then it depends on the person that I might like. Yeah. Are you? Like, <laughs> it's like, do you, you want to talk? <laughs> do you need a hug? Yeah. Yeah. Because life people- is tough out there. Like it's listen. This is the <laughs> longest marathon <laughs> I've ever ran in my life. <laughs> and the more that work creeps into like my personal time, it's just like, ooh, like how many hours do I get to myself a day that aren't sleeping hours? Oh, three. Yeah. Awesome. So then you have to find I especially during the work week, speaking about work weeks, mm-hmm. the happiest day of the week surprisingly is saturday <laughs> really well, okay what's your favorite day of the week oh so those are not my, those are not if i stack rank those are not the ones that are going to be first place and second place for me what are your happiest days of the week um fridays is my happiest day mm-hmm. because if i'm in control of my calendar it's going to be pretty light right so i can like yeah i can like ease my way into like good vibes thursday is probably my second because i'm like i know the next day is friday which is my favorite day we're almost there we're almost there and then thirdly is saturday because i'm like i'm free (laughs) okay okay i agree with friday though i think friday is my favorite day as well yeah like it i'm happy every friday unless i'm like sick or something like every friday i'm like let's do this yeah that's funny. No, but it says um, 57% of people are the happiest on Saturdays. That is so crazy. I wonder mm-hmm. what the age demographic is of that answer. Don't have that data for you. Sorry about that. that. No, that's fine. What do you think is the happiest age? I don't I don't know if I have a number, but I think okay. the happiest age is when you start to not give a shit what other people <laughs> think and live life on your own terms. That's hilarious. Okay, that's funny. Uh, it hap- I mean, it kicks in, obviously, in your mature golden years, for sure. Because mm-hmm. they're like, I've seen too much and been too much. I don't know if I'll wake up tomorrow, so I don't give a shit, right? I'm yeah. going to do, do me. Yeah. But so as that's an funny age- you say that. That's funny you say that, because the least, like, pretty much the worst age, because you're not going to be happy at all, is 40. So pretty much, <laughs> it says 23, you're the highest. And then Ooh, it gradually okay. goes down. Yeah. Um, and then 40 is the lowest. Then once you get to 40 years old, then it gradually goes back up. 
Ooh. And then it says 69 is also the highest. So 23 and 69. You know what? I'm happy to see that that's like a parabola situation, right? right? It's not it's not like a, a a spike or a decrease over time. It's like a peak yeah. and a drop and then a peak again. Exactly. Okay. Okay, there's light at the end of the tunnel for me. Awesome. 23, I could say, yeah, like you're just out of school. There's no pressure. You're still hot. You're still skinny. You're just like living life. <laughs> like every day is like a fun experience. Totally. You know, like you still have university. You may still have your job to like help pay some of the bills, but nothing really matters. Nah. At you least when I fun. was 23, like the experiences yeah. now where they're like, I'm 23 and I can't afford to go to Greece. It's like, bitch, like I was trying to like save up to like go to Mexico for my first time as ever leaving the country on my own. Like, what do you mean? But I was just like, yeah, I'm going to work my job, drive my little car. Exactly. Do you want to go out after work for drinks? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you Stay out go- till 1 a.m. Sure. Go dancing every night. Sleep. What's that? Exactly. Yeah, okay. I can I can align with that. And then yeah, and then when I'm post Medicare age, it's gonna like ramp back up again. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> right now I'm, you know, kind of in the lower parabola situation. Okay, cool. It explains why I don't feel happy well, it makes right sense. now. It yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah, it says the top ten happiest life moments, day of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> because work, workplace is a stress. <laughs> exactly so that's funny that is so interesting <laughs> so maybe if that's why you're feeling why you're feeling like you know it, yeah it kinda i, I mean to the lower yeah just like are you happy no literally not happy at all <laughs> i shouldn't be happy as stated <laughs> by google <laughs> <laughs> and i shouldn't be forced to be happy at work yeah. uh I, the last thing i want to hear is at my workplace is feedback that i i look and unapproachable and i should smile more or something like i will Ew. i will commit workplace violence because like <laughs> listen i don't walk around angry but i walk around because i'm thinking about things because i'm at work mm-hmm. so you're gonna tell me you don't want me to think anymore if you don't want me to think anymore i'll be smiling like a pig of shit <laughs> but i'm at work <laughs> thinking about work shit it's true it's true what else do you have about happiness um, in terms of like tools i guess Mm. practicing gratitude regularly can lead to increase uh, life satisfaction and overall well-being do you do that i have done a gratitude journal every once in a while being like let me do it for 30 days because i have a problem with commitment i have a problem with routine so this is challenging for me but it didn't it didn't whatever it's supposed to do what it didn't give what it was supposed to give for me got it got it i do try and remember to be grateful in certain moments when i know i'm kind of complaining but i don't know i'm doing it wrong Mm. see that to me would be not difficult i just Mm -hmm. i I don't want to do it like that i usually look back at my life if it's my birthday then I look up like the past year and what I'm mm. grateful for or like at the end of like the calendar year. Then I kind of look back at that year and be like, OK, what am I grateful for? What happened? Things like that. I don't know if yeah. I could do a g- gratitude journal. I don't think I could do that. For some people, it's life changing. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, am, do I need like a, a software upgrade? Because it's not it, I'm just not it's not dialing in for me. <laughs> Maybe. 
<laughs> what else? What, what other tools are there? You want tools? I got tools for you, girl. It's, it's whole, uh, well, it kind of aligns and goes hand in hand with gratitude practices like mindful meditation. Mm -hmm. so that's like focusing on being present and in the now right so that's like the breathing exercise it's a visualization it's like calming your mind not thinking about anything to like get yourself grounded also calming your mind not thinking about anything that's hilarious okay so i don't know if you remember or if you might want matt leave when we were working together at some point we used to have these meditations i forget what day of the week it was where this Mm -hmm. chakra healer i don't remember what she was uh Mm -hmm. would come in and do that meditation in the boardroom yep i think i went one time and that was it because the ground is very uncomfortable as you get older to like sit on it I did try meditation on my own a few times, but mm. I would I would lay on my bed. It always ended up in a nap, so I definitely got relaxed. <laughs> That's great. And play some meditation music. But the only way that I could get my mind from not veering off into a thought, because my mind has racing thoughts, right? Is to just repeat the word nothing, nothing, nothing over and over in my head so that I wouldn't, no thought could come in. So it's like, can, it was like the bat or the 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 paddle that was like poop, like hitting away yeah. any thoughts swatting like, away all yeah, the thoughts yeah, swatting yeah, yeah. away nothing get out of here nothing no and it's like were you like reading the words like nothing nothing like over and over you can like see the words in your head oh i don't know or was it just like blackness blackness i think of me just and just hearing my voice saying nothing got it but that's a good that's a good question I haven't done it in a while to know if like I had to visualize nothing as a word. That and that's my issue too when when I did meditation a few times. It's hard for me to not think about anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, even when you're trying to fall asleep at night. Yeah. It's hard for my brain to like go to sleep mode, right? Yeah, it's because it, the women is going through the updates, it's going the refresh, it's doing some quality assurance, just like you're just about to to dip off into sleep, and you're like, "Did I send that email? <laughs> did I lock the door? <laughs> right? Exactly. It's like, uh, did I shower today? Like, it's just all these random thoughts. It's like, or it's like, your brain's like, remember that embarrassing thing that you never want to think about again? This is a good time to bring it back up, and you're just like, what? <laughs> totally. So, but I know people like. I, and I give kudos to the people that can actually do that. I think that takes mm-hmm. a lot of willpower and strength to not think about everything that's going on. It's a skill. And I feel like once that can be mastered for me, like it'll it'll probably be a game changer. But hmm. I don't think about that every day because I'm just thinking about some, I'm thinking about the future. I'm thinking, yeah. you know, yeah. like right Planning. now, mm-hmm. right now I could say that, I definitely have higher moments of happiness because we are doing this podcast and it's something that I enjoy, right? It's like aligning more to whatever the higher purposes of just like creating and sharing and connecting. Like we're doing these things in this, in these episodes. So that's, that balances out the stress I have in my like nine to five life. Yeah. That's great. You found like an outlet that Mm -hmm. makes you happy. It does. Just the podcast makes you happy too, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Thought you're gonna be like, well, <laughs> well, actually, dealing with you, Krista. No, just joking. Is always a pleasure. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Any other tools? There's two other ones, one being engagement and like flow activities. So I think that's just like some type of exercise where you're releasing energy. They say like mm-hmm. walking is a good one because it's the the momentum or the the kind of I don't want to say robotic pace of it, but it's a really good centering activity of like clearing mm-hmm. your mind, Absolutely. the motion, yeah, of walking. Yep. Um, and then of course you can do yoga and those other type of things. When I was a runner, I definitely, I don't want to say it was calming, but it would give me moments of clarity of like something I was trying to solve for in my mind and then just be running. It yeah. would just like clear my mind for like the solution to come to me. Mm-hmm. The other thing when they talk about like tools is like performing acts of kindness oh even as an exercise to like you know do acts of kindness for a certain amount of days of like just strictly altruistic did i say that word right Mm -hmm. altruistic things uh for other people expecting nothing in return to you know to feel good about like making somebody else feel good Mm, that's a good Mm -hmm. one i feel like people need to do that one more yeah i mean i certainly try to like consider others in my day to day mm-hmm. sometimes i can't but it's like yeah like saying hey are you okay or yeah exactly right and like, sometimes um i can't speak to iphone users so i'm sorry about that but <laughs> us android users can schedule text texts <laughs> so when i think about something usually when i'm trying to go to sleep and if it's like i need to check, check in on someone or i need to like ask someone like how you doing thinking about you i will send do a scheduled text for like the next day at a certain time so i don't forget just since you told me about that tip. you're welcome I, i've used that like yes. a couple of times so but, good but i'm also horrible where it's like if i had that me- thought at three in the morning i'm gonna send it to you <laughs> not thinking like not even thinking that far ahead to schedule it and it's like you're like oh they're like, and then the next day someone will be like i'm so sorry i was sleeping and i'm like i know that's fine <laughs> <laughs> but i will never i won't remember this unless i send it to you right now yeah but th- but that's a good one i think everyone should do that more because we're so we just, we're kind of, we're kind of selfish. Everyone just thinks about themselves, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Life is busy and crazy, and we kind of get caught up in our own shit. But I think that's really good to try to you know help others more. Agreed. These two aren't necessarily in my notes, but I think they're important. Is like getting outside and getting some like sunlight. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. Not the kind the kind that everybody needs from the sun, not the other kind. But yes, yeah, part of your circadian rhythm, like the your biological way that your body moves, it requires sunlight and like in terms of like getting those happy hormones up and going, uh, seeing the sunlight within like the first 30 minutes of when you wake up, like getting out there is super important in terms yeah. of like balancing your own internal clock. And yeah, vitamin D is linked to like low vitamin D levels linked to depression. So you definitely want to do that. And then that pig what piggybacks onto that is get outside yeah (laughs) like staying inside being stuck in your own head like it's not good long term um one of the sets that i found was that in terms of like overall happiness overall happiness dropped according to the world happiness report for 2021 there was a significant drop in global happiness levels during the pandemic because everybody was inside right yeah that makes sense and i think yeah Yeah. vitamin d and fresh air is good for everybody so the fact that 2020 people were stuck inside not leaving their house absolutely i 
yeah that's canada we were stuck inside for two years i mean i was fine with it but i know other people definitely struggled yeah and and because you know we live in canada you know we have warmer months in the summer Mm -hmm. right so i feel Mm -hmm. like i'm making a generalized statement here i feel like generally people are a little more happier when it's nicer outside Mm. sun's out yeah nice weather things like that when it's a really cold crappy snowstorm in february Mm -hmm. yeah it's not it's you're like get away from me you're looking for your that's when i try and take my vacations in january february because that's when like the winter blues would probably be at the all-time high right you came off of like the joy of christmas and family time and now you're like this is my reality like i'm living in this like on this iceberg for the next few months like i don't like it yeah yeah there was another like helpful tool or trick that i had here adopting a happiness practice or routine in whatever way that looks like so that could be a combination of all the things that we talked about about like getting up for the morning getting into some sunlight writing in your gratitude journal doing a workout moving your body being like something yeah Mm -hmm. is something that they say also can help you in terms of like maintaining a level of like contentment or happiness Mm -hmm. absolutely i think Mm -hmm. that's good i think you know during the work week monday to friday it's kind of get up go to work come home eat dinner go to bed so if you can add some elements of you know meditating or getting out for a walk in the fresh air and vitamin d like if you can if you can add that to the mix of your day i think generally that might make you content Absolutely. In whatever way that works for you in terms of like moving your body or whatever. I know for me, one of the big things of like for me to feel like moments of joy and, you know, contentment and all that is like laughter. Yes. Like there are some people in the world who don't find most things funny, right? Like, but I'm like, I need it to live. I need humor. Yes. I need humor. And I'm definitely one to like have like the worst experience and then make it into like a joke. But maybe that's trauma coping. But either way, (laughs) that's something else. (laughs) (laughs) Laughter is the best natural antidote to like depression or feeling shitty overall. Mm -hmm. That's true. So if you need some laughter, reach out to us and we will you some jokes and make you happy (laughs) truly that reminds me there's like a i think there's like there might be two different hotlines like a hotline of like kids that will if you call they'll tell you a joke or like they'll call and give you like words of like affirmation or encouragement seriously yeah it's in the u.s i should have like prepped it for this uh episode but it just came to me as you're talking about it and like how cute is it if you have like a little five-year-old being like the going gets tough, but you get tougher. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like, bullshit. The five-year-old's figured it out. He hasn't even reached 23 yet, and he's already yeah. feeling joy. Seriously. Yeah. I think, yeah, finding joy in everyday life is just key. And it can yeah. be the smallest little things. Like, my kids, when they laugh, like, <laughs> it's silly and it's stupid, but it brings me so much joy. Right? I do it. I do enjoy Liam's um, commentary in the background when we're exchanging voice notes. It's like, I feel like his his feedback and his notes are very valuable. Uh, side note for everyone listening, he is a five-month-old baby, so he doesn't say much. 
No, but he was he was instrumental in part of our podcasting journey. So he only knows what he heard, right? In utero, just like the talking and you know, the, the playback of the episode. So of course, he's always having stuff to say. Like he's he's working through his material, being like, "What works? What what's going to work with the other bebés?" Like. <laughs> Exactly. Did you know that there's an um, International Day of Happiness? Did you know that? I think I had heard something. I mean, there's an International Day for everything. But when is International Day of Happiness? March 20th. So it already passed, unfortunately. Oh. But maybe next year we can um, do something for International Day of Happiness. Is that aligned with when Tim Hortons does like the smile cookie? Or is that for something different? Oh my god, maybe. So here in Canada we have Tim Hortons, it's like a coffee shop. It's like our most popular coffee shop. <laughs> and they have this chocolate chip cookie and then like with the icing they like make a smile on it. But the joke is, like in the commercials, it's like a like a perfect yeah. like two eyes and like a smile. But right. then like in reality, the eyes are like cross-eyed or the smile is like like it's a macabre or like it's yeah, like it's- dark cookie like out of like a some kind of like horror film where it's like the opposite of joy exactly so like the joke is like people will like post their pictures of like their smile cookie and it does not look like a smile at all (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) so funny so what do when does that happen smile cookie campaign oh it's in the beginning of may it was may 1st to the 7th Mm, so no it doesn't align with international day of happiness no it's uh it's raising money for so they yeah it's the proceeds go to different charities i guess regionally so it's like um mcdonald's like camp day yeah they push those cookies so hard when you go to tim hortons during that time though it's like would you like to add a a smile cookie for a dollar and i'm like not today i don't want that hard i don't want to i don't want that hard cookie and bring me that day old cookie respectfully (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) Yes. This is, this is, that's us in a nutshell, literally. We've literally, you just pan to video, Sarah rolls up in her new car at the drive-thru. It's like, you want a cookie for a dollar? You're like, okay. And then Krista comes up behind in her car and is like, a smile cookie for one dollar. And I'll be like, no, I'm good. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, that's so true. (laughs) Maybe that's why you're happy and I'm not. You're not taking those damn smile cookies. Uh, it's like, well, sometimes if I have little children in the car, but it's just like, no. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I think that I think that's all I have for happiness. Do you have anything else? Uh, I didn't have anything else. Uh, just a recap of like creating a happiness routine, practicing gratitude, mindful meditation, get your body moving, get outside, get in the grass, get connected align on what your purpose is and find ways to like do those type of activities that bring you joy Mm -hmm. but also watch out for your ages because if you're around 40 then (laughs) yeah just don't don't bother (laughs) it gets better it gets better (laughs) yeah it only takes how many years like it's only it's only going to be like 42 years more or so or whatever 44 years no, what's the math on that? 54 years? 56 years. Shoot. My nephews would roast me so bad right now to see how bad I was just did that math calculation. Oh, that's funny. It's like, Auntie, that's your one job to be good at math. 
like okay but also the reason why you get happy again at 69 is because you have dementia so like (laughs) and also not but also you're done work (laughs) yeah you're retired retired. and you forget everything so there's nothing to think about because you literally don't remember anything you're living your best life on vacation yeah on the cruise ship exactly (laughs) sign me up (laughs) man what will you look like at retiree age Oh my god, have you not seen? <laughs> no, because you don't have TikTok. The age filter, the old uh, age uh, filter app. Have yeah. you done it? No. Oh my no. god. Because my worst fear is like, what if it doesn't look any different than how I look right now? I'm a f- <laughs> right out. <laughs> no, I did it and I was like, oh. Yes, no, I don't need, again, like, I need to align myself with things that bring me joy and contentment and that would not be one of them. but if i could go into the future and like let's just say we end up at the same nursing home this is what it will look like i'm gonna be in my room watching some dark dark show and you're gonna come in your walker and you're going to tell me that they're doing like euchre in the hall in the bingo (laughs) hall and that telling me to get up and let's go so that we could go like talk to people and i'd be like why i'm gonna die soon it's pretty much our personality. <laughs> like, it'll be fun. For who? <laughs> pretty much. Well, I think I think we've <laughs> talked about every happiness angle that we can. Yeah, and fa- I found some moments in today's episode. But as always, want the listeners to chime in. Like, what are some ways that you're looking to, like, get happiness in your everyday life? What kind of routines do you support? What type of resources have you used in order to, like have some level set base foundation of like contentment and on the flip side what have you done to build a resiliency against those unpleasant times in your life because we all go through them we always love to hear your feedback and of course as always rate and review us follow us on all the socials we want to hear you we want to see you we want to connect with you until next time bye girl see you next week bye